0: Welcome to 3R Sports. No longer 3R Sports. Still presented by 3R Sports. The originals, Rob, Raj, and Randall. Now joined by the latest cast member and permanent addition to the family. Welcome aboard, Brandon Chang. You're supposed to talk now, Chang. Yeah, thank to... you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm uh... You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So in doing this, we decided to rebrand slightly too. And we've spent all week, folks, texting with each other, coming up with a name, until one of our fearless three Rs, original member Robbie, threw out the name. Reckless speculation. Now, to me, that's what this show is all about. We take a little bit of truth a little bit of what we think and we blow it up into a lot of speculation and that's what we're all about. You'll also hear some twisted thoughts, especially from the West Coast, right down there. He gets, <laughs> some no joke. Things. You forgot in a lot crazy of bullshit. Stuff going on. <laughs> that's our third ingredient. Can
1: people see so, the logo up? At the, can people see our logo up at the top? Where yeah, right
0: up here above Brendan's chain. Our new uh, logo We'll, That's call, him. we'll <laughs> call him. We'll give him a name at some point, but let's, yeah. it'll come.
2: Does, Does he have red hair? hair? He,
0: yes, he's a ginger. So hmm. I was thinking <laughs> leaping Lanny, but that might have hit a little close to the league. But let's move ahead. With Lenny up in the corner, we move <laughs> to the first subject of tonight college basketball has started. Robbie, how excited
1: was you to sit down and watch college basketball last night? Oh, so this is my favorite time of the year: um, college football, the NFL, and really the so in college basketball starting up, and this is the time. So you have college basketball really broken into three things. It's broken into the tournament, obviously conference play, and then these early season matchups. And so it was great. We saw some blue bloods out last night. Um, I don't know how much we're going to talk about Tennessee tonight, but uh, we will throughout the season. Um, I was thrilled to see um, my one pet peeve with Rick Barnes <laughs> seems to be eliminated, and that is that they are no longer settling for jump two-point jump shots. He has finally embraced this three-point mentality, and he's told his guys, if you get off the, the rebound, if it's not a layup, go back out, we're going to shoot threes. They shot 40 last night, I believe, hit 17. In this first game, as this new look offense is made, they set a program record for threes made. I could not be happier um, about what I saw about um, the balls last night. And then uh, Duke looked great.
0: He looked all right. Is somebody, and, real quick,
2: is somebody watching, like, I Love Lucy? Somebody's TV is super loud. Do you guys not hear that, or is my phone? Hurts? I hear
0: it. I hear
2: it. I just wasn't going to say nothing.
0: I don't
3: hear anything.
2: Let me try. Let me see what's what it it's being. That's because it's It's
3: not. You think it is?
2: It no, n- now it's gone. Is that Rob? That? Let me check the filter. Trying to figure out what it is. I was gonna go with lethal weapon, but then I heard. A- let I heard me uh,
3: let me go check on my daughter. <laughs> she could be. I've got the earbuds in, so I can't hear anything. Give me give yeah, me, you me two seconds.
1: But yourself on mute, you, Brandon.
3: Yeah, sorry. Hold on one second. Uh. There we
0: go. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put
2: myself on mute. Hey, this is... I still hear it, he's not on yeah. mute. Well, we'll figure it out. Sorry, Rob, I was just, I couldn't hear about UT Hoop. There we well, go.
1: it seems to be cut down now, right?
2: Right.
0: Yeah, i think think we found it in mr jane's home so go ahead robbie
1: um yeah so i'll just quickly rerun what i was saying about uh my pet peeve with Barnes has been great uh the one thing that um i have strode him is the two-point jump shot that he kept running and running he seems to be eliminating that now they're going to let it fly um it's They looked really, really good. Again, I mean, obviously a subpar UT Martin team, but they fought well. Um, But I'm excited about UT. Uh, Duke looked great. Kentucky, I think they have talent, but I think they have the same problems as no shooters. Um, And then today's college basketball, that's a huge problem.
0: That's where our reckless speculation is going to start. I watched that game, and I actually thought Kentucky, if they – I think Duke is a more complete uh, team. But I also think Kentucky showed much more of desire to compete. I was more impressed with Kentucky last night than Duke in certain phases. But, Robbie, Duke is the more complete basketball team. But how complete? To me, they look like a top five team. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, um, the Apollo, um, who – I gosh, Tennessee came in second in his recruitment – if he was at Tennessee with Chandler, good lord! Um, and then they have the—is it was, was it, hey, it Keen? Carrie? Uh was that the, the second the second Keels? Guy? Keels, Keels. Trevor Keels? Keels, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, he looks like a wing version of Zion. He just gets to the rim and uses his body and and bounces. Uh, they looked really really good. Um, I was really impressed. They don't have a lot of weaknesses. I mean, it's, it's one game. Don't overreact. But I was really impressed with Duke. I, I agree with you, Randall. Kentucky Damn. fought hard, and they, they took every punch, and they bounced back. But uh, we'll see how their shooting comes throughout the rest of the season.
0: Rod's reckless speculation on my part. Tennessee, Duke, and Kentucky, one, two, three in recruiting last year. Oh, highly disappointed. Did old dogs learn new tricks? In Kyler Powerade, Rick Barnes, and, of course, Coach K on the way out the door. Did they learn something from last year?
2: Uh, I'll tell you in April. Doesn't really matter right now. I mean, one thing I liked about Tennessee is the depth. And and like Rob said, it it seems like Barnes – did trade up some philosophy there. He was playing all sorts of guys in the first half. Whereas before, it seems like I just see, uh, w- what's his name? Uh, the Point Vescovi and, and all, a lot of Ferguson. Ferguson is, you know, it's just ugly, but it's effective. But I really liked watching those guys play, especially that Huntley Hatfield kid. Yeah. That kid just looks like he's going to be a player. Um, we, all, we all know about Kennedy Chandler. But, wow, that I was really impressed with him. He just looks like a baller. Um, As it comes to Hadfield other teams
0: supposed,
2: supposed to be a senior in
0: high school right now, may I add Wow Well, he looks like He reclassified into this class He is truly a 17-year-old high school senior He's a
2: monster He's 6'10", 245 And he reminds me He's bigger than Trevor Keels But Trevor Keels When's the last time Duke had a banger? <coughs> you know, they always have these tall, skinny, back-to-the-basket dudes that Keels guy was a man amongst boys and Kentucky has Oscar Shewe, the, the transfer from uh, West Virginia, who's a big dude, but that guy was unstoppable. Um, other things I noticed real quick yesterday, you know, Kansas looked dang good. SC beat them in the, what, in the round of 32 by like 34 points. Now Kansas didn't have a bunch of dudes and I was at that game and it was awesome. But last night, dude, Obaji, Remy Martin, uh, McCormick is back. Those guys looked complete. They looked like guys were playing roles. They had two deadly scorers. You know, when I, they're athletic, which is Gonzaga's downfall in my opinion. I think they're the best team in the country right now. As for the Bruins, you know, West coast guy, you know, people forget that they were in the first four last year and they had to go to overtime to beat Michigan state. Yeah. Now they are playing with a different level of confidence, uh, Cody Riley, one of their fake dudes, hurt his knee. Hope it's not serious because that would be awful in the first game of the year. But you know, I know they got Peyton Watson. So they're super talented, but Cronin's never been a super offensive guy with those kind of resources. So I just don't want to crown them already like people at UCLA are.
0: So a good question, Raj. Then we'll move up to Brandon about the Ohio State game and uh the big 10 look outlook i'll ask you and uh, Robbie and brendan the same question when i did my preview this year i'm uh i know the pac-12 had a great run i don't see that great run this year is this a down year for the pac-12
2: no actually i'd argue that it's going to be more competitive uh because Arizona's gotten a lot better. They've gotten some transfers. They have two dudes uh, in Tabulis, and I forgot the other kid's name, uh, Matherin, Benedict Matherin, that are supposed – they're both predicted as first-round picks. Uh, The top three are UCLA, Oregon, and USC. Uh, Washington State's on the rise. Oregon State lost. Everybody back from that Elite Eight team except for Stevie Thompson. Uh, I think it's going to be a better league this year. Now, the bottom of the league is trash. Cal losing to uh, my alma mater, UC San Diego, who's been D1 for a year. That's horrible. And uh, Washington's pretty terrible. They lost a bad Northern Illinois team. Uh, By the way, Hopkins, that guy's got to be on the way out the door. But the top of the conference, you know, they're not going to catch anyone by surprise this year. But I think the first – the top five, six, seven are going to be really good. Not SEC good or Kansas Duke good, but I think – gonna be a group of teams that's really tough matchups for a lot of schools and uh they're big too so I think it's gonna be a strong year. Rod Robbie, what's your gut on the Pac 12?
1: Um similar to, I mean I think so you got UCLA, you got USC, you've got Oregon, and you got Arizona. I think those are going to be you know your your four staples as Raj was alluding to. Then you know Washington State, I think they're on Lenardi's first four in, first four out. They're on the bubble right there. Um, but we've see, we just saw from UCLA, it's hot at the right time. Um, I think I I actually think as the conference progresses, I think USC overtakes UCLA. I think they're a lot on what happened <clears throat> last year, and that that what you it's like when VCU. Went from the first four to the final four, yeah, it's a great story. But they were the first four for a reason. Like the tournaments, the craziest thing in sports, you can get hot and you can you can run with it. Yeah, Cronin's he's a de- he's a good coach. I do he's a really good coach. Um, but you know you're still building there, and uh, I, I I think UCLA UCLA moved towards the top. And they battled out, and Oregon, Oregon's a great, just a great sports program. Football, basketball, everything. Like they're just, uh, there's a little swoosh to that, right? Not an asterisk, yeah. a swoosh. Um, <laughs> they do right. you know, everything, and Arizona's a basketball powerhouse, and um, yeah, but yeah, I agree. The bottom half is trash. It's
2: just, you know. Hey, just, I, hey. I wanted to
1: Thinking ask
2: the trash. SEC guys, real quick, SEC guys. We know about a lot of the top teams, but I was curious about the three A's. Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas. They're getting a lot of pub. Bama, they shoot too many threes, and eventually it's going to catch up with you like it did last year. But tell me about Arkansas, Auburn, and Alabama, please, because I'm curious. They're all highly ranked.
0: I love Alabama. I actually don't think they shoot too many threes. And I think they've put um, – I was going to speculate about it, They that, that – The best coach under the age of 65 in the SEC now is Nate Oates. Calipari, over 65. Barnes, over 65. Nate Oates is building a championship squad, ranked number two in recruiting. I love what Nate Oates is doing. I don't know
1: how old he is and how old Mark Few is. I would say Nate Oates is the best coach if he's younger than Mark Few, the best coach under Mark Few's age in the country, Nate Oates is legit. But I but uh, to answer, oh, sorry. Wait, to answer, wait, to answer your question, um, I, I I wrote down my predicted order of finish <clears> in SEC <throat> is UT, Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, and then Auburn. I mm-hmm. I think. All of those schools are really, really good at basketball.
0: Nate Oates is 47 years old.
1: Yeah. He will be in the NBA.
0: Yeah, I really like Alabama. I'm not sold on Auburn, even though they have the big North Carolina transfer. Uh, You know, but somehow Pearl gets the most out of them. Arkansas, I think, is super athletic. I don't know if they can shoot enough. So, now... I gotta talk about the ugly though. The ugliest game I saw yesterday, chain <laughs> a layup to beat Akron. I mean, yeah, I mean, Akron dominated that basketball game.
3: They did. They did absolutely. Um, it, we look like if you put a uh, a puppy in the middle of the interstate um lost. <laughs> like like we just didn't know which direction. There was no why you gotta sorry, kill no, puppies. I didn't say the puppy was gonna die. I just said you look lost, you didn't know which, which way you're gonna go here. So um nothing against you know killing puppies or anything, don't get me wrong here. So but <laughs> That's it's <the> just, speculation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was, it was hard to watch. It, um, there was no ball movement. There, there was lack of defense. Um, the guys just looked lost out there. So, you know, we won that game. Talent kind of stepped in occasionally to, to make big plays, big shots. Um, had a lot of turnovers. Uh, EJ Liddell, he put up a double-double. He gave us 25 points, 11 rebounds. He's kind of the reliant guy that we're, we're looking at for the experience and the leadership there. Um, and then, we, you know, the new freshman who made the layup, Zed Key. Um, he's a big guy, 6'7", 245, um, power forward. You know, he's – give us a little time. You know, Ohio State is notorious for starting slow in all facets of sports. Um, basketball definitely being one of them. So give them a little time. I think uh, I think they'll they'll be up there. I don't know if they're quite the number seventeen team in the country right now, but um, you know, well, like like Raj says, let's see, let's see in April what's going on.
2: Hey, speaking of record speculation, Randall says he doesn't think Alabama shot too many threes. Twenty nineteen, they were first in the country shooting almost thirty one, uh, the most attempted. Last year, they were tied. Next year, they were second with 30.4 threes per game. If you look at their big losses, they didn't make threes. They were shooting in tournament 28, 28, 36. So, host, much respect, but that was reckless speculation on your behalf.
0: <laughs> well, hey, the, when they hit them, nobody in the country
2: can beat them. If they
0: shoot 35%, they may be the national champion. Well, the, they that kind of squad.
1: And the, the pushback against this whole three point. Um, barrage in the tournament has been. You can. You're used to shooting them in your gym or in away gyms. You get to these huge rink, You get into football stadiums. All of a sudden, that backboard, that backdrop changes, and if you're if your game is shooting threes, you don't shoot well historically in those games, and that's what's knocked these three point reliant teams
0: out. Lob averages.
2: I'll come back down. To One her. more
0: school, real fast. Does Penny finally get it done at Memphis, Robbie? Yes or no?
1: What do you mean by get it done? Make the Does tournament. He
0: make a deep run into the tournament with this squad.
1: Well, he hasn't made the tournament yet.
0: That's, yeah, that's my point.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So let's start. Let's let's walk before we run. Um, rank number
0: twelve. Where rank number twelve? at least I, three NBA bodies or three perceived NBA players on it. I think I mean, Penny if they don't Mace, make the tournament. Is it time I, for him to go?
1: No. I mean, it's you're Memphis.
0: Memphis.
1: You're Memphis. You bring in talent. You, you, you bring excitement to that town. You sell tickets. You, Penny will get to the tournament this year. Um, I haven't seen them play yet. So I'm not going to judge how far they will go. Um, let's just say, yeah, first weekend, um, I expect them out, but I'll adjust as I see them
0: play. All right. Everybody take just a second. Who, uh, round the table, who are you most looking forward to or who is the team other than your favorite team you're most excited for? Raj.
2: Uh, that's a good question. You know, I don't like Kansas uh, or Duke, but I think they're both going to be the two most exciting teams in the country. Uh, Gonzaga, like I said, we saw against Baylor, they're just not athletic enough. So I'll go with Kansas and Duke. Uh, They should be fun to watch. Robbie.
1: So for me, this is University of Texas. Chris Beard coming from Texas Tech, who he had great success with, And to recruit athletes to Lubbock is a feat on its own. You give him Austin and that talent pool and that recruiting base. I'm interested to see if he can take like Shaka Smart, which was billed as a home run hire when he was hired. Never got it done at Texas. Chris Beard coming over. So is – it's kind of a is Texas just a cursed program, or um, does Chris Beard take them to the next level?
0: That's a great point. Great point. Brenda Jane, who do you have?
3: I'm going to skip ahead all the way to March and hopefully have somewhat of a repeat season um, for my Oregon State Beavers. My boy Wayne Tinkle made a hell of a run hell yeah! because yeah i know he beat the vols first i'm sorry but it was i know the guy personally and, oh you do yeah i didn't know you know yeah.
2: i was at Dude, i watched all their games they were fun oh. to watch dude oh yeah i love
3: tanks man he's he's a great dude uh that's
2: rad i didn't know you knew him
3: yeah, that's, that's the whole reason I even know about Oregon State or watch their games is just just because of him.
2: You mean um, it's not must-see TV? <laughs> right. But
3: you know
1: about Oregon.
3: Yeah, I do know about Oregon. But, no, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what they can come back with here, uh, they can make it into the final tournament again, and, which I assume they will, and, and have, a, have a big run again. That was pretty fun to watch.
0: I mentioned Alabama before, and I think they do make a deep run this year. But I'm going to throw a name that's a blue blood in college basketball that's been unheard of for the last few years, that were at preseason number 24. I think college basketball is better when UConn is a legit program and a legit base. I, I, I still think UConn, of course, women's basketball – is the second greatest or greatest dynasty ever. But men's basketball, UConn, I, I guess I'm a little bit older than you guys, but UConn was a great revolution when they, they happened. They came out of nowhere and became a superpower in basketball. So I'm interested to see if, if UConn is really a top 25 team or will be sitting here going, it's still same old UConn. I
2: think it's they would have been a top 10 team last year at book night. Was healthy, who ended up being a lottery pick. Uh, they return everybody one the else.
1: Har- one of the Harleys is coaching there, right? Yes, Dan- Danny, yeah. Danny yeah.
2: Hurley. Um, they're a dangerous team. They return everybody uh, except Book Knight, but they got used to playing without him. Um, uh, their point guard RJ Cole is money, and uh, that Sinogo guy uh, is huge. So I agree, man. UConn's going to be a pretty. Uh, pretty tough team. That's the no-go guy, 6'9", 240, 250. Yeesh. Uh, Florida, Florida that- State's
1: getting right there out of the top 25. They're they they're yeah. always
2: intriguing. They
1: always have talent, giant wings that can play defense.
0: You feel like Florida State's overdue for that final game run, you know, mm. where they just put it all together. Like uh, We could stay on college basketball all night, but we got to move on to the new BCS standings. And first, let's talk about on this show last week, we did some reckless speculation. We put Michigan State on upset alert, and the Spartans go down. Were we shocked? Is Michigan State just a really nice story, or are they a national championship contender after the loss? Can they get there, Robbie Davis?
1: Oh, no, I mean (laughs) – yeah, I mean, Brandon said it best uh, last week. This is what Purdue does; like they always beat, they they knock people out of championship contention. Michigan State, they still play Ohio State, and then I believe I can't remember who else they have, but Penn State. Penn State yeah, so I, I think they Penn State beats them. Ohio State beats them. Um, but if I'm Penn, if I'm Michigan State and we'll get to these rankings, but
0: oh excuse me. I looked at Michigan. That's Maryland. Maryland. And then so later.
1: if if I'm Michigan State, I'm sitting here being like, wait, this is what I get, this is what I don't get about the community. You've justified the like these last couple of weeks. Oregon beat Ohio State, so Oregon's ahead of Ohio State. And then you just flip it and be like, Well, we don't care about head-to-head now because now Michigan's ahead of Michigan State. Like, it's just, you can't get up there and legitimately, you can get up there and defend your opinion, but you can't get up there and legitimately defend your opinion. Like, it's just stupid. It's just one of those, like, hey, my results are going to be talking outside of my mouth. Um, I I mean, how's Michigan State now going to climb up? Let's say they beat Ohio State, and then... If Michigan meets Ohio State, then they're ahead.
2: Like, they could get revenge against Purdue, in because even though the West is terrible in the Big Ten. But if they, let's say they smoke Purdue, it's almost like that game didn't happen, you know, maybe. They beat, but I agree with you. It's a house of cards. I don't understand these rankings. Uh, Chain is the Big Ten connoisseur, so I'm curious to hear his thoughts.
3: Yeah, this is complete BS. Like the fact that Michigan is ahead of Michigan state, like this is the BCS is what I should say. Like this is typical of them. They, they have rules until they want their own exceptions to make more money. And it, and it continues to happen no matter what format you put it in. If it was the BCS poll versus now we're in the playoffs and they still control everything. And this is just a facade for everyone else. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I completely disagree that Michigan is ahead of Michigan State. And, and Michigan is probably going to lose this weekend to Penn State. And then they should completely drop out of the top ten. Um, aside from that, uh, yeah, the Michigan State loss, wow. Was anyone a, not surprised? No. I called it. I knew this is exactly what Purdue does. And – they gave up 536 yards passing. I mean, that that is incredible. Three TDs. uh, Aiden O'Connell was 40 for 50. 536 and three TDs. I mean, just lit their secondary up. I mean, it, it was typical Purdue. It is exactly what they do. Now, if you ask me, Is Ohio State on upset alert this week because they play Purdue? I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. We're not playing in Purdue, which is a big factor there. They're coming off their one high a season, which they typically do, and they've had their joy. There's no way the boys can get up for this game, and don't tell me Ryan Day and Kerry Combs didn't study every single inch of that film and is preparing on how to defend that passing attack. So our defense has gotten much better as we progress through the season. I really feel, um, you know, Vegas, maybe 20 points is a little fluffed. Um, I call us by maybe 14, but uh, I think we take Purdue down this week.
1: I just want to know, like, someone played devil's advocate. Like, how is Michigan
3: ranked ahead of Michigan State? Like they literally just played last week. Just I know, it. It just and if, if head-to-head matters so much in, in this these rankings, apparently everywhere except Michigan and Alabama is the only two places it does not matter. Yeah, two Wait. big money schools, right? I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay,
1: maybe the Big Ten's politicking to how to get someplace in, but I'm like. It doesn't matter how they're gonna beat both of them anyways, it's like why if you're on the committee, why discredit yourself for no reason? I like I maybe if there's a reason to discredit yourself, maybe, but if this there seems to be no reason, like just flip MSU and Michigan, and then it's fine.
3: Like right. I I agree with all their rankings except for that. It should be Michigan State, uh what? Seven and, or six, whatever.
1: Yeah, Michigan just, seven.
3: And it, that, yeah. That's,
1: like, that's your seven. Then it's, it's a you great have a ranking. controversy. No, just right. like, move
3: on. What? I mean, is, what, what was the cause for that? They're like penalizing even, uh,
2: MSU for playing, winning that game at home. And you know, if you look at Michigan, their best win is Wisconsin. Other than that, they had the dregs of the Big Ten. So I don't get it. They're basically saying there any truth to
0: I understand? Because Michigan lost is to Michigan State. You just lost to Purdue. To me, Michigan losing to Michigan State is a lot less worse than Michigan State losing to Purdue. I don't think Oregon should be ranked ahead of Ohio State because I don't see that Ohio State losing to Oregon and Oregon losing to Stanford, I call the Stanford loss much worse. Than I do. Well, you want to well,
1: take this one, Rob?
2: <laughs> you yeah. Well, okay. One, let's Rob?
1: let's put it, let's put it as a chess game. If I play you, Randall, in chess and I beat you in chess, then I'm better than you at chess. If Brandon then somehow beats me at chess and he has a different philosophy, then he's better than my philosophy. But if Raj beats me and beats Brandon, well, we all have different philosophy. We're each better than the other. Like you can't turn around then and say, "Well, because he beat you, I'm better than you." Well, no, I
2: just beat you. Like it, it just who's doesn't the better football team? Oregon won in the shoe. That should be case closed right there. Week two, though. Week two. A win is a win. I agree. Hold on. Everybody's talking. All right.
0: Here's my point. You lost to a three and seven football team. Ohio State lost to a nine and one football team. I'm taking blind resumes. I take the nine and one over three and seven. Every single time.
2: They weren't 3-7 and when they time. played. And their quarterback was, I think, Tanner McKee was playing every game. I don't think he's – I think uh, he's been hurt. They lost to Stanford, who
0: is a bottom 10 – bottom half conference team.
2: All right. So they so, weren't earlier in the year, though.
1: So so Oregon, Ohio State – and so, so this is the most frustrating part, is Oregon, Ohio State, the committee saying because head-to-head matters, Oregon's ahead of Ohio State. Well, that was week two, but they're still saying that today. But Michigan, Ohio State, it just happened last week. And they're saying that doesn't yeah. matter.
0: And I, so I think that committee a does hypocrisy have hypocrisy
1: that can't stand.
0: I think the committee does have it wrong. I think Ohio State ought to be ranked higher than Oregon. I do too, because
1: I agree. But, but you can't say head to head matters seven weeks ago and it
3: doesn't matter a week ago. That's right. The Well, you look at the progression of college football, you know, throughout history. I mean, teams evolve and get better, you know, week by week. So, you look at the body of work and and the teams and the timing of of what was going on. Yeah, Ohio State was a a terrible team at that point. But, granted, it was a signature win for Oregon. They won in the shoe, which is – it's a tough thing to do. Um, And – but they lost to Stanford you know, who, like you said, three and seven or whatever. And, and it's, it baffles me that they go head-to-head with exceptions of Alabama and Michigan. Well, who is Ohio State beating?
2: I mean, I see a lot of teams that with losing records. Their best win was Penn State, who's overrated. Right. Uh, Nebraska, IU, Rutgers, Akron, Tulsa, all, if I'm not mistaken, have losing records. Maryland, uh, I think they have a losing record. Nope, they're five and four, but two and four in conference. Why are they number four? And if Ohio State won that game, let's say at Oregon or against Oregon, would Oregon be one slot behind them? You know, the proof is in the pudding, and I see Oregon over Ohio State as the best win this year in college football. Um, Another thing real quick is – You don't think
3: A&M over Bama is the best win?
2: Yeah. I just I don't think Bama is. I mean, just by I, I rankings. I I mean you know, I, I, I don't think Bama is the they guys. normally. They are. were a number one.
3: They were a number one, and yeah, they A and M wasn't even ranked. So I love Brooklyn's
0: How do you how, do you, how do you say that Oregon it's,
3: over Ohio State was the greatest win in college football today? No, I, I'm, no, I'm said saying this I year. a non-conference trade. game it's on the show. road
2: in a tough environment. I think that's way more impressive than a conference matchup. And Bama's not that as good this year. I know they can do nothing wrong and still well, they're the number playoff. 2. Yeah, but it's bullshit. Who have they, it's just because they're I Alabama. Mean, Robbie Davis what's
0: your point there.
1: My point is what I what I said last week. It's a TV show, guys. Like,
2: yeah, they're setting the it up
1: for Alabama and Georgia to be in this and they may they're th- that's how it's set up. Somehow Oregon's going to – my prediction is Oregon's going to lose to Utah and Alabama, Georgia is going to be close. Whoever, lo- if Georgia loses, obviously both are in. If Alabama loses close, they're probably in and it's going to be Ohio state and Oklahoma's sitting there. They still have at Bay or Baylor and Oklahoma state. they be both of those ranked teams. They're in and it's the same for again and TV ratings crush it. And, Sorry, Cincinnati, you're out again. Like, If I
0: see Oklahoma
2: over Oregon, I'll throw up.
1: Oregon's going to lose I mean, at Utah.
2: They will well, lose. OU's three in the polls in the AP, and they're, what, eight in the, in the rankings? Yeah, they uh, moved up. Four, four in the polls? Yeah. That's brutal.
3: I think uh, – well, well, we'll save that, that bit for later.
1: All
0: yeah. right, one more question, you guys. <laughs> Can you name the three undefeated football teams? Georgia, Oklahoma, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. There's a fourth one, I'm sorry.
2: Uh not wake anymore.
0: Yep, they're still undefeated. But their
2: quarterbacks dead. And nope, uh, not, not, not this
0: team. I just
2: watched them. They're undefeated <laughs> in the top twenty-five. No, but Grayson McCall, their quarterback, isn't he done for the year? And he's really good.
0: Can't remember. I don't know where he went. Uh
1: no, I don't know. I guess I do know the fourth one.
0: Texas San Antonio is undefeated. Oh, the what is the Skyrockets or something?
1: <laughs> the Roadrunners. Road the Roadrunners. Skyrockets, Roadrunners, same thing. Same family.
0: Let's see if we can bring Rods back in. I may have to reset the server when I bring him back in. Do you still do you have your... E V? I am, doing I am on, believe it or not, Verizon 5G, and it's much better than my internet. And we've been on Verizon 5G for several weeks. Nice. Uh, one other question before we get to college football while we're coming up: If you would look through the list, I'm going to put on Upset Alert this week. Let's get Raj on before I put anybody on Upset Alert. I've
3: got some good ones here, boys.
0: So Texas San Antonio's quarterback is hurt. Raj?
3: Can't hear you, buddy.
0: <laughs> I can re- leap read
2: we yeah. just had I can read your it. lips,
3: but I can't hear you.
2: <laughs> Coastal's Hello? quarterback. Am I there? Yeah. Yes.
0: Coastal has lost. Oh, my bad. Oh yeah, UTSA. Uh, Texas. Uh, yeah, Texas San Antonio yeah. is the other undefeated. I got. All right, on I'm gonna them. put somebody on upset alert. Everybody, get ready for this. Everybody, put somebody on upset alert and I don't know if I'm putting them on upset alert because I want them to lose so bad, but I want my preseason pick was Spencer Rattler to win the Heisman, Oklahoma to win the national championship, and I'm sick of hearing about them. Baylor beat Oklahoma. Robbie Davis next.
1: Mine's not near as dramatic as yours is. Um, (laughs) I I think that i like mississippi state going to the plains beating auburn it's a noon kickoff i suspect auburn's gonna be a little down the, the air raid's gonna catch them off guard um so i like mike leach and mississippi state who should be a lot they've lost some heartbreakers um including last week missing a field goal i mean they don't have a kicker but uh He's doing some really good things there. So, I, I like him going to Auburn and beating Auburn.
0: All right, Roger Mehta, you're our man on the West Coast. I know you've got a game out there.
2: I was actually thinking pretty SEC style for once. Uh, by the way, I don't get when Alabama plays like New Mexico State or Chattanooga this second to last week. Get over yourself. Uh, Old Miss is 15th. A&M is eleven uh a&m's a two and a half point favorite i'll take old miss in that game I'm, I'm still not that impressed with AM. and i think tennessee from what i've seen is going to cover the 20 and that game's going to be closer than people expect that is my thought on that game as for the west I have coast Tennessee on a three-quarter upset alert
0: because going into the third quarter will be right with them and then they'll pull away
1: I'll, yeah, I'll, and- I'll, I'll bookie all of these bets y'all want to make on that game. Do you got a third quarter line? Oh, I mean, the, no, you, we've seen this movie before. Tennessee fans get hyped up. Oh, we're going to do the upset. And then.
2: I, no, gonna I don't
0: think we're going to pull the upset. I'm with you. Rod. Um, they're They're better. Don't hear you. You mute it.
2: At yeah. COVID doesn't upset USC and Cal. They've already actually upset them. So. That's, a, yeah. that's yeah. That's the best West Coast matchup.
3: <laughs> no, it's going on? So I totally agree. Um, you stole my thunder a little bit with Baylor over Oklahoma. Love that one. That was my top one. Uh, Oklahoma is just complete garbage from what I've seen. They, they, are, they have won some tight games against some bad teams, um, you know, repetitively. So my other big one um, would be Penn State over Michigan. Michigan, after that kicking in the nuts, uh, you know, losing to Michigan State like that, Harbaugh's just trash, man. I mean, he's got to go. When are you gonna just let the name go? And, you know they already restructured his contract, made it look like they extended it, but they offered him less money with incentives. He's not hitting any of those incentives this year. He'll be lucky if he makes like two and a half million dollars this year with his wins. Like it's terrible. Uh, yeah, Penn State Franklin's got something to prove. They're taking Michigan out. That's my upset.
0: All right, guys. Uh, I absolutely love this spirit at talk. Uh, We are going to sidetrack to an area that I know nothing about. Probably one of the worst sports, but we cannot ignore it, that knowledge that I have. Quickly, um, and and Raj, Robbie, you're definitely our our guys there. The NBA is underway. Has anything occurred that is name-worthy? Or are shocking so far.
1: Oh, my gosh. With that tease, I thought we were talking about NASCAR. Um, <laughs> but uh, but NBA, We were talking about NASCAR, though, I'm
2: sure. He uh, said Raj. What the? Heck? That should have been your tip. Oh, did he say NASCAR. Raj? Oh. Yeah.
1: Bold- you don't no, Bolt go first,
2: us. Robbie. No. <laughs> he <laughs> said Boulder, so my if bad, he asked me bad. about NASCAR, <laughs> then he's got problems. I'll be making shit up.
1: That's, what we, that's what No, he said thought, both of us. Speculation.
2: He said both of us, Rob. So go ahead, please, on the NBA answering that first question.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, it's surprising. I mean, the Lakers are going to struggle, but I mean, they they're they're, they're finding themselves. They always do this. Like, they still have LeBron and AD. They're going to get there. Um, Golden State being nine one, they're impressive. Um, I think the. Big. I mean, it's just like the intrigue. What are the Sixers going to do? They have this talent, but they don't mess together. Um, what are they going to do with Simmons and um, the Nets? You know, low in the rankings. It's just, uh, the Bucks struggling. Also, it's kind of surprising. But overall, I mean, it's it's October, November in the NBA. There's not much you can gain from it. I mean, the Bulls are playing well. The Heat. Playing well. Heat or are or well coached and they usually always play well. Um, jazz, Mavericks, Grizzlies are doing okay. But yeah, I mean, it's just NFL or NBA as usual at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, you know, the Lakers are 27th in the league in defense. I mean, they, we knew it was going to happen. They're aging. Uh, LeBron hasn't missed the last five games and they don't win when he's not playing. But, yeah, I mean, they've looked old to me. But like you said, they'll be fine. Golden State is 9-1, and, and they're going to get better when Clay Thompson comes back, I think, because Jordan Poole, the kid from Michigan, is averaging 18 points out of pretty much nowhere, uh, almost three boards and almost four assists. Uh, I'm not intimating that he's a better shooter than Clay Thompson, but they play the same position. Uh, by the way, the 9-1 and one Warriors – uh, they beat the Lakers, but, but they beat the Rockets, Pelicans, Hornets, Kings, and the Thunder twice. By the way, the Lakers have lost to the Thunder twice. Uh, so not exactly a uh, murderer's row there. Um, real quick, my boy, Evan Mowgli looks like so far the top rookie in the league. He's just NBA ready, especially today's NBA, averaging 15 and eight. Uh, you know, seven footer with guard skills. Uh, and the Chicago Bulls are relevant again. Uh, you know, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Busich from uh, – Orlando, uh, Zach Levine, and then Lonzo Ball, uh, you know, two Trojans and two Bruins, which is kind of odd. They're fun to watch, man, and they're coming together. Uh, They haven't been relevant in God knows how many years. So uh, those are kind of my storylines so far. But, yeah, it's so early. It's been really tough for me to get into NBA because I've went
0: so far into – the NBA uh, Major League Baseball that I completely missed that the NBA started. I mean, I was watching highlights the other night, and I thought they were still in preseason. So uh, Robbie's on a break, but I was going to ask him. We'll come back. We'll ask him about uh, NASCAR. It is last year's story, uh, my Hawks deep run, can – or the Hawks was the Hawks just on a good run last year cuz it looks like they've started this year kind of sputtering. I, I don't think they're think
2: like so. the, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say I I don't think so at all. I mean, they're legit team um pretty well rounded. I I mean, Trey Young is is an up and coming star, superstar if he didn't prove that last year. Uh yeah, I, 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 it's early. They play so many games. Uh, I would not worry about them whatsoever.
2: Started rough, but last year yeah. they struggled early too. Yeah. Yeah, it's man, they've lost five in a row. They were four and three. They're now four and eight. Ironically enough, or oddly enough, they're like the Bulls. Last year they put together a team full of dudes from other, you know, Bogdanovich, uh, Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Cap, uh, Clint Capella. Uh, You know, they all came together, and they made that run. I think they'll do the same. Uh, Lou Williams hasn't been his usual self as a six-man. Gallinari's already missed some games. Uh, And then uh, Bogdanovich missed some games. And then let's not forget, my boy uh, Okongwu has been hurt. He hasn't played at all. And defensively, the guy's a monster. He was the number seven or eight pick overall for a reason. They're going to be fine, man. They're talented and yeah.
3: I got to say one thing before Rob jumps in. It's like any sport. Uh, I mean, you can equate this to, to pretty much all of them. Um, it takes time when you bring in all these new chess pieces and, and there's a lot of talent on a team and everyone, everyone wants the ball. Everyone wants to be the hero. And it takes a long time to get that team to really gel and figure out their space and that their spot on that team. And, and what best fits that team. You know, obviously good coaches um, fast track that, uh, but sometimes it, it takes the players themselves to, to evolve and, and actually work together and get some more playing time. So you can equate that, like I said, to any sport. Basketball is probably the number one Basketball. sport you can do that for sure. Well said. Um, you've got to have, you've got to have that playing time together know where you're going to be, know where that cut's going to happen, know where that out is. Um, it, it just takes time. So this early in the season, I mean, this is this is still like preseason. So you can't, I mean, these numbers are, you know, nothing to me. And, point.
1: I mean, I mean, this just goes back to the argument, like, basketball, the NBA season's too damn long. And it, t- it Like, it shouldn't be going on right now. Like, it just, it's, it's preseason. It's so back burner behind you know like Turner, um Turner TBS just said they're no longer playing Thursday night basketball games, NBA games, because they're getting killed by the NFL. Oh, really? Like I I was a marketing major back in college, but I've never worked in television. But I can tell you that the that's the what's gonna happen. You go against the NFL. So, I mean, st- start at Christmas, own Christmas. Th- play these games that no one cares about when the NFL playoffs are going on and then hit the ground running. But it's just, this is just stupid basketball right now.
2: Yeah, man. Or- and to Rob's point, a guy like Kobe Bryant real quick, you know, he played, what, 20 years or whatever it was. The playoffs are super long. He had, like, another, like, four seasons worth of playoff games uh that's a lot on their legs man I mean they could definitely shorten that season and the playoffs do a wild card type thing I mean it is basketball but maybe you can do two out of three it used to be a best of five in the first round yes and then the Nuggets beat Seattle and then that wasn't fair and they changed it to seven it's too long man and I love basketball but ah, the playoffs I'm like just wake me up when it's a conference championship
3: (laughs) I agree. Like, look at look at the longevity you could have in some of your superstars that people love to watch if you would just cut the seasons down oh. so much. Like the the miles on those tires would get so much less. You could probably get another two or three years out of them if if you would just stop this craziness. I think LeBron's been in the league for 17 years. He's been yeah. in the finals what nine
1: times and yeah. like why yeah, is it that's why he's like he, five games straight right now? That stacked on him and he's played the Olympics, like how like
3: and, and then the sold. whole COVID thing where they had a short year, yeah. like he had to show up that and killed them or whatever. Well, well like, I mean that was No terrible. off season. We,
2: yeah.
1: Uh my wife gets on me that I'm just a cheap to the NFL's uh master, but they do it right, like hey. NFL, your quarterbacks, your your money maker. What they do, you can't touch them. They don't get hurt. You can play till forty five now because you don't get hurt. What does NFL do? Or NBA do? Hey, run run you up and down. Keep going, keep going. Play more, play more. Run you down. Back no one's down. watching right now. No one's watching.
0: Back to back
2: games are the worst thing NBA does to their players.
0: Yeah. By the way, LeBron.
2: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. The- the host. LeBron's played 266 playoff games and counting. That's three point. That's more than three seasons additional. Kobe was 220, almost three seasons. Dude.
3: That's just stupid. That's
2: on their legs, and they're superstars, like Rob said. I know. I, you want to market them or kill them? Well, guys, before we move on, though, we got
0: one more sidebar we're going to take here real fast. and I, lo- I do appreciate the NBA catching me up a little bit. ESPN actually said the most exciting sporting event Saturday was the NASCAR championship. Robbie, you are in-house NASCAR race Was it truly the great race that ESPN made it into?
1: So I had, so i have my two TV set up outside. Um, Titans didn't play till Sunday night. So I had red zone on one and the race on the other. And which isn't an odd setup for me. I usually have that going on. But I turned the volume down from red zone and turned the volume up on NASCAR. Now that's all it, it was exciting. It was strategic. It was luck. There was pit drama. So I've ended up Well, I have uh, been on Kyle Larson all year long. I ended up taking greater odds for Denny Hamlin. And it was pure pit drama. Hamlin was in the – he pitted early. There was a wreck, caution. Literally, if you don't know the rules, so you have to pass a certain line for the lead lap. Uh, It was probably .2 seconds. Hamlin left the pit before Lawson passed, so Hamlin kept on the lead lap. Then they're going around. I'm like, okay, I'm in good shape, $1,500 on the line. Uh, Hamlin, they, so they all go in for a pit one more time. I was hoping they'd go for just fuel or do or die. They all went in for a pit. Larson had his pit crew, oh, my gosh, has the best pit probably of the season. Gets him out of there, four tires, everything changed gets him out of there, he wins three positions and then uh, leads on to victory. It was intense. It was exciting. Um, All while Chase Elliott, who's been the second best driver all year long, was in there. Those are teammates. And then so you had uh, Elliott and Hamlin for Hendrick Motorsports who... uh, uh, I mean, sorry, Larson and Elliott, Hendrick Motorsports, they ended up winning again. And then you had um, Hamlin Truex Jr., who are Joe Gibbs Motorsports, Joe Gibbs Racing. So, two icons of the game and uh, just a head to head battle. It, it was exciting. If you guys didn't see it, you should have watched it. Uh,
0: and Daytona is February 22nd. So, I'm speaking back again. So, in 2022, watch for the Robbie Davis half, Racing half hour show to be appearing on river city network i actually think it needs to happen Um, yeah
3: so one one little small comment on that what people don't understand about racing i know most people think it's just cars driving around laps in a circle and it's repetitive but it's actually a, a pretty well thought out chess match almost like the pitching game in baseball it's very similar there's a lot of behind the scenes that goes into it with racing on laps as far as tires two tires fuel only, how far, you know, there, there's so much thought that goes into it. So it's actually not just a dumb redneck sport. It, it is actually very uh, <laughs> in intellectual and, and very well thought out.
0: So and if, if, if,
3: if you commit to watching a season of races, I promise you, you will be a fan. So yeah. I, I I used to be a fan all the way through college. Like I would go to Daytona, Talladega, like, I know about the whole story. I just, you know, for some reason lost interest. Just, you know, as like I did kind of in baseball somewhat MLB um, for a while. But, you know, I, I might, might jump back on that train. I did watch most of that race, and it, it was pretty entertaining. I had a little money on the line as well, and, and uh, Larson took it home.
0: Yeah. That's great. That's great. The Robbie Davis race are now half hour – with Brandon Jane, it sounds like. <laughs> but
3: yeah.
0: I did, I did flip over to watch the last two laps. That's how much attention it got from me. The last couple of laps I watched. So, uh, we moving on. Uh, trying to get
2: in a ninety-minute show. Here we go. I was just
1: like, I don't even care enough to comment. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I was just thinking of like, who's that idiot, Jeff Foxworthy, Like, you know, you're a redneck when you got. Red zone on one TV and the race on the other. You're sitting outside. like Robbie, That's you should nuts. work for NASCAR. So
1: hey, I would love to work for NASCAR. I, I, my, my, my career goal now is to get to be 45. I'm going to take a year off of work. I'm getting a sprinter van, and I'm traveling the NASCAR circuit.
2: Nice. You just need to live to 45. That should be your, your goal, first of all. Well, I
1: mean, 1A and 1B, you know. Alright, guys,
2: moving on to our
0: next subject here on reckless speculation. And I'm about to I'm about to throw somebody on the bus with some reckless speculation. Scott Boris said today that the Atlanta Braves Championship was the most balked championship ever, I guess. His his point is Scott Boris, who's inflated salaries in baseball for years, his point was, I think his point is. That the Braves put together a team for next to nothing, of people with expiring contracts, and he felt like that was almost unfair to the teams with the larger payrolls, the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Blue Jays and some of the other teams that had spent the money up front. The Braves, however, his po- he's like, you have a team. Halfway through the year, four game under, they go out and they trade nothing, and they get four All-Stars back and win the World Series. How's that competition? How do you construct a championship team now? Is it different in each sport? We're watching the Kansas City Chiefs literally explode at times. We are seeing the Rams, we have sold their future. Their future, if I can find a futures bet on the Los Angeles Rams three years from now, under under five wins, I'll take it. Is championship lineups built different? Rod, you're a baseball guy. Was what the Braves done not to the spirit of the game?
2: I think that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Um, I, I did too. Big money doesn't matter. It's who's healthy, who's hot. You know, they. anybody can technically get expiring contracts, I mean, depending on the payroll and depending on what you give up. Um, Now, that being said, the Braves were – they caught lightning in a bottle. It was magic. Solaire, those four guys, uh, Rosario, they're never going to hit 500 again. I don't think they're going to pay – maybe half those guys, Jock Peterson already opted out. Cause this is the only time he's ever going to get paid. So later the same the thing Rosario. Yeah. Austin I mean, the ball opted out. It, it, exactly. And uh, the Braves, I mean, I thought it was one of the best GM jobs of all time of any sport, not just baseball uh, to, to penalize them for getting expiring contracts. Uh, in a sense is just the dumbest. Again, I, I'll get fined, but the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Uh, That was a miracle job, and uh, I'm thoroughly impressed. Robbie, these guys that are opting out, Jock
0: Peterson, $7 million. Austin Duvall, $8 million. uh, They also get buyouts. So Austin Duvall opted out of his contract and got $3 million in cash, and now he's a free agent. To me, that's smart management by Alston Duvall.
1: Well, yeah, let me just take a step back. Scott Forrest said that getting people on the cheap is cheating baseball. Yes. Like, that's the most self-serving comment, or at least one of the most self-serving comments I've ever heard. And, no, I mean, Billy Bean's been doing this for years and years and years. Like, this is, this is how you win. Like, You either have a huge payroll, or you get deals, and you get bargains, and you outsmart other teams. It, I mean, kind of what I try to do in fantasy, but uh, not much. (laughs) But yeah, no. That subject
2: is going to be that
1: Scott Boras called it competitive cancer. Yeah, we called it competitive cancer. That
2: teams unloading veterans to accumulate draft picks, and the Braves' title was a consequence of that of tanking inadvertently. Yeah, that,
1: that is, it's, an idiot, it's an idiot statement by him. And it, it's just saying, hey, I don't want my players traded for cheap. Well, sorry. That's how the game exactly. goes. That's no, all I mean. Is. Yeah. It,
3: it,
1: it, this, is, this is not worth any more words than that's an idiotic statement and he's just wrong. And he's sorry that he can't make
3: money off of this. Yeah, I mean, literally, they made a movie about this. Like, yeah. how? I mean, literally. Like, it. they gave you the entire playbook on how to do the major leagues. Like, I don't understand why people are complaining about this. Like, good on the Braves. They were smart. It was all a timing issue. It, it happened. They lost some of their good players. They had some, some room, uh, you know. Why do you fault them? And then these guys turn out to be, like you said, all-stars. And then don't fault those guys for opting out trying to get paid. They just won the World Series. Pay those men their money. Like, I'm oh, all good and, with that. You know what? Scott Burris is probably on the phone with the
1: Atlanta general manager being like, hey, you want me to get your interview with the Yankees? Like, <laughs> exactly. no. Yeah, like, just all greed. Like, yeah, it he is, outsmarted it the people. He outsmarted he his peers.
3: Yes. It, it, was, it, was, it was knowledge and opportunity and timing all came together in a perfect storm. And then you created magic, like Rob said. And then the Braves just catch fire, and they never went out. Like, it yeah. was just – it was unbelievable to watch. One of my favorite World Series, aside from the Cubs, um, just amazing. So, I mean, you – like you said, this guy deserves no other words. Like, just don't be stupid. Yeah, this. Like, what way, are you talking about?
2: The CBA expires December first, so as if he's not politicking. But yeah, that's oh, all I had right. to say. What a yeah. jerk off!
1: Yeah, it it's like uh, Jimmy Sexton being like, "Oh, college football coaches don't get paid enough." Like,
3: yeah, right. You, yeah.
1: You're saying I don't get paid enough. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the Randall, way, are you quick,
2: back with us?
0: Sorry, Adam Anderson
2: guess. turns himself in to police. The Georgia linebacker, uh, as of eight thirty, he's been charged with oh. felony rape, and he turns oh. himself Ooh. in. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he has denied yep. the allegation through his attorney, but it's not Turn like I expect him to. Yeah, and police to you know start the process. So he's hell of a player, hey. but uh, yeah, he's their he's best gonna, linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this just is uh, shortly,
1: uh the 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 lady I think her name was Rachel maybe that asked this question last week about the firearm and Rugs Jr. Rugs the third's car. Um yes, it is a aggravating crime in, in Nevada sure. and he is now facing
3: three felonies, right?
1: Yeah. So yeah, they've got him yeah, he's facing him 50 years in prison now. What do you think
3: ac- Actual, what he'll guys. I, like I've got a twenty years, twenty five years. Back. You're good. Okay, we'll, we just, got it. Random.
1: We'll chit chat. Um, <sighs> without so this this is reckless speculation. Without like so you've seen, see, I know, reckless. but
3: you've seen juries and you've seen um, situations so like what. So so, so
2: Stallworth I, got I, like three months, by the way.
3: Yeah. So
1: so a jury in this kind of case, a jury will. Convict or acquit. And then that's the end of their job. They say guilty or not guilty. right? And And then it goes to the judge for sentencing. So that's out of the jury's purview. So the judge then sentences. But they have guidelines. So if he gets um, say he gets three out of the five felonies you can only do a minimum say ten years. Uh, Basically though based on what I know now, um, and this is obviously not knowing both sides of the story. Just what the, what we read in the press, um, his career is a NFL player's over. Um, unfortunately, his life may be over. I mean, not over as in dead. But I mean, he's not going to spend his life in prison, but right. Um, it's a tragic all the way around. As he's going to be a man. Like, it will. Be, I would say probably somewhere between fifteen and twenty years, um, which will put him. That's what I was thinking. In his uh, 42 ish. Yeah. Um, in such a God-given talent, man. Tragic preventable accident. Um, exactly. Not it's an accident. It's, not an accident. It's, a, it's a preventable
3: event. It's not an accident. Right. It's a preventable event. Right that there was malice behind that i mean yeah. it, as far as intent to drive you know well, knowing Andrew, and willing fast. that's just yeah i don't know we we've had that conversation it, it's unfortunate it really is there was a video he, he by the account. way did you
2: guys Did you guys see the video of his car him
3: just
1: flying by that just ring flying camera. down
2: the dude what a dumb shit! I mean, well, hey, it's and, so and, and,
1: uh, uh, Raj, why did they release the cornerback they signed? I mean, that, what, what's go- that draft class is a disaster.
2: Mayock is sick. I- they just throw away first round picks. They picked Cleveland Farrell, who again I told you made me sick at number four, second round grade uh, Arnett, the Ohio State kid that Chain knows well. He never, you know, I heard he wasn't a good practice kid. He kept getting hurt, but then this last time he was what had an Instagram live where he had like an Uzi or some kind of automatic rifle. It's like, man, for real, I'm I'll
3: kill Just so stupid I'll kill
2: somebody. Yeah. Makes it hey. public to the world. Talk about how he'll murder somebody uh, with know. like an automatic weapon. Like what the yeah. what are you gonna gain by that? And, and the guys on the injured list as well. Uh, I think the Raiders too, you know, they are in the headlines for the wrong reasons. And they're setting examples and not like that guy should keep his job, but yeah, they're just tossing dudes left and right, rightfully so.
1: Um while we're on, idiots, shall we talk about Aaron Rodgers? Have we touched on that yet? <laughs> we have not. Let's do it. Aldo. Um, Brandon, what do you think about Aaron?
3: Aaron, he he reminds me of a guy that's like on some sabbatical and like a neverland that's like he's got incense burning and you know he's got this feng shui going on or he's just an idiot man like what are you doing how how do you and if you go back and listen it kind of dumb on us saying i'm immunized uh instead of vaccinated um that was a quick it was a well thought out thing. I mean, he's a, he's a cerebral guy. He's a smart guy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that was a planned statement. He knew he was going to be faced with it and it just, it blew over like, you know, nothing. So and then, then now, you know, this, this comes out and then he sends come to find out he sent over 500 pages of, you know, masks and anti-vax and like all this stuff, regardless of your position. You know, you're an employee of, a, of the NFL and they have certain stipulations. You can choose not to be an employee of the NFL and do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Right. Just and, like, and, and, the, and, and the NFL
1: and the NFL PA all agreed to this. This, correct. Is, this is not the PA. Exactly. Yeah. The PA this is not a, we're
3: forcing this on you. We all agreed upon this. This is, exactly, exactly. And to, you know, skate through the shadows and, you know, be clever with your media. It's just, I mean, this guy should be fined and should be Spanked. in trouble for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Potentially I, I'm going to go to Raj.
1: Now, I, about I'm this. All... And I want to come back to the fine and what they did and is this enough or not? Raj, what are you, what are your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers?
2: It's not enough. He's getting superstar treatment. Mike Shane says he is in his own world. He is arrogant and condescending. He thinks he's better than everyone else. Uh, I, you know, more irony is that Cal Berkeley is probably the most liberal school in the country. Rogers went there. Rogers is unvaccinated and Cal is not playing USC because 20 dudes got COVID. Now they claim most of them were vaccinated, but I doubt it. Um, you're right. This is a totally different, you know, players union in the NFL and whatnot. I think he finally said, he admitted, I may have misled people. Uh, what a jerk. Like, I, I, he should have been suspended. I, I uh, may have he's getting cheated. Superstar treatment.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Ryan Barana uh, excuse. But, no, I, <laughs> I mean, they're just letting him – they're letting him skate. And he's going to be able to play. He's going to be back in the facility. <laughs> For, uh, from what I'm hearing, as of Saturday, uh, yeah. it's not like he needs to practice that much. Uh, it's going to be very little consequence whatsoever.
3: You know why? Well, because it's Aaron Rodgers, and he... This, again, is a TV show that generates income. And if well, Aaron Rodgers is not on the field...
1: So, they signed, they find they the Packers $300,000, which is literally nothing. Laughable. And... Even more nothing, they find Aaron Rodgers fifteen thousand dollars, which to most of us ten seconds, it would be like like two dollars, like hey yeah, if not less than that, um, and it's It's just such a joke. it, It well, where is Goodell's heavy hand? Like this has been his thing. Like like he's the power commissioner, and how do you not come down and say, hey, five games like, – like, like, not only – it's one thing to lie to the media. Okay, that's one thing. But they have strict protocol. Like, if you are not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask on the sidelines, you can't be in team facilities without a mask. By all accounts, he violated all of that. And, like, to let him off on $15,000 – Yeah. Like, like, no, you have to go in – what he he find uh, Brady what, or spending Brady four games for football and that's just that's just a football maneuver. Aaron Rodgers endangered people and endangered their employees and endangered everyone around them. And regardless of what you think of the vaccine or not, but yeah, like like you guys said, they collectively bargain that. And so if my employer said and my employ and all of us. Agree that we have to be vaccinated or follow protocol, and I lie and I don't do that. I would be fired, not fine. Yeah,
3: fired. Right, right. Yeah,
2: you know. yeah. But hey, so
3: on on the whole, Goodell thing. Goodell is nothing but a puppet for the owners. All he does, he's a he's a bulletproof shield that gets out there and talks to the media and says, "This is what we're going to do." The owners vote on this stuff. And Goodell just goes out and speaks. That's that's been the case for 15 years now. But that would, well, that's
1: what makes it even crazier to me is that the Packers don't have an owner. They have shareholders
3: and a CEO. Like there's no Robert Kraft. Or but it generation. comes down to revenue. You got to look at you got to yeah. look at a team that's going to Green Bay and playing on a Monday night. How much revenue their team's going to generate? Oh you yeah. You know yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's just it's it's all dollars. It,
1: it but always e- comes
3: down but, to money. But ESPN's
1: already fronted that bill. Hey guys,
0: I, I hate to jump back in, but I was actually going to surprise y'all with this subject and ask you uh, a couple of questions, but it looks like y'all got it under control.
2: Can I make well, no, two quick points on Goodell yeah, real man. quick? Uh, number one, the NFL reportedly held or withheld 650,000 emails and communication responses that. They've deemed as, as as private. Uh, John Gruden called Goodell a, a P-U-S-S-Y and an a-hole. Uh, suddenly, his uh, communications and correspondences are no longer protected. That's being a hypocrite. But most importantly, suddenly Goodell was blacking, uh, backing backing uh, a Black Lives Matter and standing with the protesters. What about Colin Kaepernick? You know, four or five years ago, uh, he essentially ostracized him. Uh, Banned him, ruined his career, and now suddenly he's you know part of the movement for social justice. The guy is a hypocrite. He is a puppet, and he is what John Gruden called him. But those are the two points that, when I think of him, immediate hypocrisy that come to my mind.
1: Hey, hey, a rich puppet, though a rich puppet. I mean, oh I, Jesus! I, I, and Randall, give me 20, 10 seconds. I'll let you talk. Hey. Hey, NFL, you pay Roger O'Dell 40 bucks or for $400 million a year to do his job. I'll do it for $10 million. I will sit up there and be a clown for $10 million a year. That's $30 million in all of y'all's pockets.
0: You divide it up, I will do this job. <laughs> so, another breaking story is Odell Beckham has gotten a qualifying offer. Uh, and I believe it's two. The Green Bay Packers.
1: Green Bay Packers. Oh God!
0: So uh, that'll add a little intrigue to that whole Green Bay. If he signs there, will it not? Yes. Does Odell Beckham make the Green Bay better?
1: No, no, well, no. It, he makes them more of a distraction. Like that's for they're sure. What, the there what seven and one, six and two, and you're. Going to bring a distraction. I mean, Odell Beckham hasn't really been that great throughout his NFL career. He's had some moments, but it's more no highlights than anything. Since
0: think. leaving New, uh, New York. Yeah, it yeah, is a yeah, shiny yeah.
2: red ball though, like for Rodgers. Hey, look at ODB. Yeah. Like, don't worry about me over here. Check, look at this guy. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, I, I think it's more wide distraction receiver too. and like I mean, I mean, Green Bay's good. They're they're, they're championship caliber. Um without him, I don't know why you need to eat. add him. Uh, Rogers has shown his whole career he can play. He can make
3: anyone really good. That's true. But you got to look at, you know, Odell's, you know, one of the top receivers in the league we've seen, you know, last decade for sure. Um, he's got some shoulder problems right now. It, him and Mayfield just didn't vibe well. It was pretty – Uh, evident Uh, you know I think if he gets in the right system what is he 30 years old um, slightly injured I think if he gets in the right system it could work I I agree I don't know if Green Bay is the right fit just because there's so much attention going on right there do they need another distraction probably not Uh, but you know they they've got Devonte. Could he be a a nice number two fit in there? Absolutely. Um, I, I think he could draw some attention. Maybe get a little more one on one time with Devonte or or himself. And you know he's he's not the deep threat guy that he used to be, but um, he's definitely better than Randall Cobb. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I I don't necessarily disagree. They I think they offered him league minimum for a veteran. Um, yes, which is a steal. Uh, I would, I would tell the Titans to do the same. I mean, I'd, I'd love to have him come in when Julio's out or whatever for league minimum. I mean, why not throw a flyer out there?
0: Yep. All right, guys, uh, we're running out of time quickly, and I want to try a new segment. So we've called the show "Reckless Speculations and Twisted Thoughts" today. We'll have our regular Bet the nuts. I want to blindly, off the top of your head, each one of you offer a reckless speculation about your fantasy team. And let's start with Robbie Davis. What's your reckless speculation about your fantasy team?
1: Well, so luckily... There's not much luck that goes on in this league, but luckily I'm in a division with the three biggest idiots in the league, so I've got Lenny, che, Clipper, and Blake, and so while my team is three and six right now, I'm still only two games back, and so I can swing, swingle back in this, and then get a playoff game, and then I'm all in it. Um, I've got. Lineup hell this week. Um, I promise I'm only drafting best available next year and not doing any of this crazy Rob, you're gonna look.
0: Rob what round did you draft a running back?
1: Well Six. so I'll give the viewers a quick rundown about the no running back trap. We have a 12 team league. It's a PPR league. If these guys had any damn sense they would just draft two running backs which leaves 24 running backs so I have eight of the top 32 and so I get two of those with the best wide receivers now you mix a little Jack Daniels a little golf a little Mm -hmm. whatever into this and your your decision making gets a little blurry and I end up picking wide receivers from the same team the same two teams over and over (laughs) and over again so I messed that up but it's going to be perfected next year. But anyway, what was the question again? Your your regret from fantasy football, or your prediction?
0: Oh yes, your reckless speculation about the rest oh. of the year.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm going to beat Clay, Blake, and Lanier. They suck. Uh, so I'll be in the playoffs, <laughs> and then we'll start navigating
0: from there. All right. So Robbie, do you feel do you do you feel in your heart that you're going to make the playoffs?
1: Did you just hear who I said I'm playing? Blake, Lanier, and Clay. Yes, I've got them beat.
0: All right. The rest of us are in the same division, so we can't talk bad about each other. Y'all's
1: division sucks.
0: uh, We all are above three and six, though. Give us that. Wow. So, we'll start with Brandon Chain, who lost a heartbreaker to me this week, thanks to Najee Harris. So... Jane, you've been on a slide. This is what five in a row. Yeah,
3: it's it's not looking good for uh, the Money Ball, you know. Um, <laughs> so I my first my first round pick's doing great. My second and third round pick, uh, second round pick is now less than splitting carries, and my third round pick I dropped and is on someone else's team right now. So, that is where we're at, and um, we are a, a hodgepodge of Elijah Moores and Kirks uh, <laughs> <Kurtz> and uh, <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, and uh, it's it's a piecemeal um, decision time. Clay Clay pulls in there. Uh, it's it's rough. Uh, you have a be, chance to make play the playoffs. Four. Yeah. I I was gonna give myself a zero percent, but I'm thankful for the four. My team Waffle House. My my team. Oh no, I won't. I won't be dead last. Uh, But I'll be second or third to last because Robbie's gonna be dead last. (laughs)
0: There was there was a point in this league not long ago. I was dead last. I weigh three hundred thirty well, pounds. I thought I could eat my way out of Waffle House. Do you issue a credit of one hour for every waffle? Right,
3: right, right. But do you remember you brought in your buddy who said who was going to win the league? Like after our draft and all that stuff, and he had he picked me to win the league. Oh, how were we both wrong? <laughs> like this is, it is this is the worst fantasy team I've ever had since I've started fantasy. And when I started back in '04, I drafted nothing but Titans. <laughs> you know? Like, this is so bad. And you um, still
0: almost beat me, so I don't know what do. says. It,
3: it, it's bad, Randall. I, I just hope to not be in
0: Waffle House.
3: That's all I can say.
0: Right. At the top of our division, well, I head to head with a head-to-head with second-place Randall this week,
2: are you feeling confident? No, I don't know what I was thinking, man. Like, I went against every philosophy. I know I was about to have back surgery, but, you know, dudes that are on the downslope of their career. Zeke could have had Jonathan Taylor. Uh, DeAndre could have had anybody. Chris Carson, what the – what was I thinking? Miles Gaskin, I mean, coin flip, whether he's going to get zero or eight points. I have no idea what I was thinking, dude. I don't even want to go and look back. I don't know how my team beat yours before – and, Randall, if this was real football, your ass would have been fired because your team is loaded, and there's no reason why you should be 4-5 and five with Lamar, Davin, Najee, I'll McLaurin, Phelan. I mean, Damian, Harris, Javante, Zach Moss. I mean, you got dudes. You, you got numbers everywhere. Uh, I mean, I'd say your team's one of the best. So, like I said, if, if, if this was totally real NFL good. for your underperformance – your ass would have been fired. Uh, I'd still consider it. <laughs>
1: Randall's the Jeff yeah. Fisher of fantasy football.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: You can go eight, <laughs> and they, years make in. the playoffs <laughs> every year. Yeah. That's it. He's the he's the winner winner got and, it.
2: and losing his, most losing his, losing his coach of all time in fantasy. He's both. <laughs> and I lose to Lenny every year in the playoffs.
0: Lenny. Three years in a row, I've lost to Lenny in the playoffs.
3: I've lost him in the championship the last three years or two years. I
0: yeah, I was the uh, year before okay. that. I, I was going to comment to Robbie about us drafting running backs. I had so many running backs this week. I had to cut one so I could get, I'd cut my backup quarterback so I could have enough wide receivers to play. So I only have one quarterback and I have six wide receivers and five running backs at this point.
3: How many quarterbacks can you start, Randall?
0: One.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> one. And That's Lamar all you Jackson. need. Hey, if you've got Lamar Jackson, you only have to have one quarterback. But I will throw a dig at Dave. I did beat him with Daniel Jones as my quarterback. How many people this year can say they won a fantasy game with Daniel Jones at quarterback?
1: Not many. I had, How yeah. many people have Daniel Jones
3: as a quarterback? <laughs> Not many. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know what your segment is. It's like how many people
1: get into a space in a rocket this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hey. God.
2: Bezos. Uh... <laughs> All right, guys. We have derailed. Can we do, like,
3: a quick segment on Titans game? Like, yeah. how epic that was? Oh, no. Let's get the Titans. Ooh. I mean, for real, like – What was going on? First off, NFL Sunday. That was the craziest NFL Sunday that I've ever seen. Like underdogs were killing it all day long. Um, I lost everything bet-wise all day until we collaborated on our text group, got together, and we're like, well, hell, you know, it's the NFL the way the day's and the Titans are going to win. Let's just put money it line. on the money line. Yep. And we did. And how dominant was that four-man four, four man rush, by the way, four-man rush from the Titans that just dominated the Rams? I mean, Raj, what do you think about that? Like, how impressive was that defensive stand?
2: The Rams looked soft, man. They looked like the old college football Pac-12 – West Coast rhetoric. I've said this before. Danico Autry was on the Raiders. They found him. They gave him up. He went to Indianapolis. They gave him up. Good God. He was a monster. I mean, I thought there were like eight of them. Um, yeah, defensively, the Rams were helpless. And this, the final was 28-16. It wasn't anywhere near that. I mean, it, it probably should have been 35 uh, nothing. I was so impressed. Jeffrey Simmons, another great draft pick a guy that they knew wasn't going to play his first year, 18th over out of Mississippi State. Unbelievable dude, like just murdering people. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Now, I did think I picked Tennessee to cover. Did I think they would just destroy the Rams and make them look like a bunch of wusses? No. But good God, man, that was some impressive stuff. You almost forgot Derrick Henry isn't out for the year. The defense was going to carry him.
3: Yeah. Right. So Robbie, uh, what do you think people say that because of Henry's out, uh, you know, we don't really have a chance after that stand, you know, rushing for most of the time. All right. So D'Amico Autry and Simmons just dominated that game, but you know, give credit to Jan Brown and Harold Landry as well. Um, that front seven really took care of business there. But to actually rush four that efficiently, people rush four in the NFL all the time, but it's not not necessarily efficient. I think that's the biggest difference in our defense right now is that we're rushing four and we're getting pass rush like we're rushing six, you know, like it's a big difference there what um
0: anybody noticed the falcons beat the saints
3: no no, no. kinda so so just just a dominant factor in what we did on offense what do you think um as far as people saying that was just an off night for the rams versus titans beat beat the rams you know legit legitimately uh, so i'm going to go Short term and long term. Uh,
1: short term, I think that the NFL was kind. Of, the NFL was kind of put on notice that this is a Titan standalone game against a Rams Super Bowl. I wouldn't say favorite, but semi favorite team, and Vrabel schemed them perfectly, and. So yeah, to rush, I mean that's that that is the formula, almost the only formula in the NFL. Can you get four to rush the passer and stop the run and let your def- let, let everyone go and further the pass. If you cannot do that, it's a pick you apart. Um so they showed they can do that. The defense is get I mean from week 1 to week 9 tremendous growth on what they are comprehending and what they're doing. So That's small term. Big picture, long term, Mike Vrabel has to be at least sitting in his office and not exactly the... Because you can't imagine the heights that Bill Belichick went through. But you can look at your division and say, Oh, my God, doesn't this remind me of the AFC East when we were there? Uh, Jackson was a train wreck. Houston's a train wreck. Indy's right. not a train wreck. They just don't have a core. They don't have, they don't have the pieces there. So this division, you keep this core intact. This is a division that you could dominate for the next decade. And what New England did in the AFC East – so you've got to be looking at this and being like, hey, maybe we can do this. We don't have Tom Brady, but we have enough pieces to put together, and we're better than them. And that's all it takes in the in the NFL. Be better than the rest of the guys. You get home playoff game, you get a little luck, and you're in. Yeah,
3: I, hey, I agree. Real- like, like, Sorry, go ahead. But go ahead, Rush.
2: No, I was just going to say, uh, it's not like the Rams offensive line – was terrible i looked it up and they're tied for third in least amount of sacks allowed in the league uh it says they have 13 through nine games to me that tells me they were probably the least amount allowed in the entire league prior to last week because the titans had five autry and simmons had four and a half uh so i'd venture to say they probably had allowed the least amount of sacks in the entire nfl going into that game uh minnesota tampa buffalo they're all around right there uh and not exactly the most mobile quarterback either. So that tells you their line has done a hell of a job. Great receivers, but no running game. People should be teeing off, and the Titans were the first team to do it. And those two dudes, man. I mean, four and a half sacks. I think that's more than the Raiders have as a team. Uh, I I was speechless. I really was. That that looked like a championship defense. I
0: was I was playing a little bit earlier because everybody knows I'm a Falcons fan. That. But- I've heard the Titans big win all week and I do agree. I watched that and I was more I don't know if the Titans rallied the troops. I am looking for every train to jump off the track the track for the Titans. So, let's see this week, you know, but I I was somebody rallied the troops considering that you're playing with arguably playing without Arguably, to me, the best player in the NFL, which is Derek Henry. So and so, so, and playing what I would consider the best team in the NFL without the best player. So, one quick thing, and then Robbie, I'll let
3: I'll let you go real quick. Um, that this is a credit to Mike Rabel and the staff. Like they've been through seventy-two players on this team, which they don't complain or talk about injuries and, you know, what they've been through to get here, but it has been one of the greatest coaching and next man up um, NFL teams that I've seen in quite some time. And they, they do, they just, they fill the spots and this defense, which started out suspect, um, you know, secondary, uh, we weren't really sure about linebackers. You know, we, we get a few, uh players on the offense or defense as far as rushing and uh, on the front then domico altry and simmons i mean that's a two-man record like that was just so impressive watch anyway we got christian Fulton coming back he was a practice this week um i i look nothing but the defense to get better and um you know, losing Derrick Henry, I, I said last week, it's going to be a, a run by committee. I, I think that entity is still going to be there as far as run first. Um, Julio's back healthy. AJ, uh, offensive line's playing well. I think things are looking up for the Titans right now.
0: Right now, do you consider the Titans a Super Bowl contender? 100%. Robbie, absolutely, and if there is a
1: if there is a nuance in the rules, um, Vrabel is second to only Bill Belichick of finding it out and how to exploit it, and that's those things matter as the competition gets closer. Absolutely, into hey, we're even matched. But like these rules and the nuances matter. It's those little details yeah. that makes
3: the cut. Co- I mean, 100% agree. He,
1: he beat Bill Belichick on it. It was like some crazy punt delay. I can't remember. You remember what it was, Brandon, though. Right, right. It was some yeah. delay
3: game punt yeah. rule. Yeah. And Belichick was throwing his, you know, yeah. he was putting his hoodie over his head and throwing yeah. his
0: microphone.
3: Like he was pissed. He got oh, beat
0: yeah, at a chest. Beautiful. Night. I hate to cut. Get- we have to head to the bet your nuts segment because we're going to. Right. We're pushing one hour right now as we spent, set here, or a, a hundred minutes. So let's get out of here before hundred minutes. So let's start with our best uh, best bets. Bet your nuts. Let's start with my favorite West Coaster, my favorite Las Vegas Raider,
2: and my favorite Dodger fan. Rog, hit me with your best bet of the week. And my favorite Indian, but you only know one of each of those things. So uh, I just happen to be the I, lucky I, I, uh the I lucky could have winner. went there, but I didn't want to sound racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh speaking of the Raiders, it's like the Falcons. Nobody cares about our teams, Randall. Uh they we're almost four doubled and, four
0: and one, three and r two of three without Re- Calvin Ridley. So and,
2: I I'll throw that back at you, Titans fans. Yeah, we're five and three. Of we lost to the Giants because Derek Carr threw a pick six and another pick. Uh, it was just one of those ugly West Coast to East Coast games. It was pathetic just when you start to think. And last week in the NFL, you know, the Titans were big dogs. They showed up and smacked the Rams. Last week, all the dogs, If every game I picked, the opposite actually happened. So getting to bet your nuts, I was thinking about the Raiders. Actually, the Chiefs at two and a half, but, you know, Kansas City – The line sucks, and they can't run the ball, but it's still the Raiders, and they end up beating them. But now I was looking at Green Bay and Seattle uh, because Green Bay is only like a three-point favorite, but we don't know Russell and Aaron Rodgers could be playing. So I'm going to get in before these two nerds, and uh, even though no one expects them to, I'll I'll take the Titans three points against uh, the Saints at home. Uh, Trevor Simeon is still Trevor Simeon. I don't care what the numbers say. And even though they may be, you know, classic letdown game, anybody, any given Saturday, the Jaguars approved last week. I think, uh, you know, it's one thing when your offense is carrying you. It's another thing when your defense is. And uh, I, I will take the Titans and three at home. Uh, they should win by seven to ten. Got to do All it right. the Saints yes.
0: The Saints are not a good football team with Trevor Sinead. So uh, it's hard to pay the Falcon fan to even be excited about beating them. All right, I'll go next because I don't think nobody's going to steal mine. I feel like Vegas is sucking me in right now. I feel like they're teasing me. And something has to be wrong with this game. It can't be this easy. I'm going to take Auburn, Mississippi State over 50 points. Give me – Give me two, what I consider pretty good offenses in a SEC shootout game. Give me Auburn, Mississippi State over fifty. All right, Brandon. No one gets to go last on bet your nuts except Robbie Davis. So, because he always gives us NASCAR picks. So nobody. All matters. good. They all over waited him, on man. So. All good. So on the first week, you done well, man. Michigan, so my December.
3: my last week, what did I pick? The Vols to beat Kentucky. That was my bet. Your nuts last yeah. week, and and what Ouch. happened? That happened. So I'm gonna stick right there in this Vols beat beat. Uh, game here. Vols Georgia. I'm gonna go Tennessee Vols team total over seventeen and a half. I like that. Bet your nuts on that like that um this is gonna be a lot closer like Rod said earlier than you think uh and i also my second kind of quasi bet your nuts would be the actual over 56 but if you're gonna pick one go tennessee team total over 17 and a half
0: i like that nice robbie who's gonna win the 22 nascar championship
3: well,
1: well, we'll we'll tease that for later. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Whoa, sure. whoa,
0: whoa, whoa!
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, talk
0: them bright.
1: Ladies oh. and gentlemen, this is when you get rich in Vegas. You have the NFL and you have college football going on at the same time. The two most popular sports in America, the two most wagered on sports in America. So what do you do? You take it down a notch, and you go to where they're not paying attention. And so what you have to do is go second half college basketball lines. And I wrote this. I'm not kidding. You can't read my writing, but I wrote down, I would bet second half of the FSU game. Pre- Pennsylvania's keeping it close right now. They were favored by... I think 20. They're up by nine. Three minutes left in the first half. As soon as this halftime ends, load up on FSU second half. I won money last night betting the same thing on UT versus UT Martin. Vegas can't pay attention to everything, so you pay attention to what they're not paying attention to. So college basketball, early season, that's how you win money. Second half, FSU. FSU. They will cover against Pennsylvania. Don't care what the line is. Bet it. Thank me later. Well, next Wednesday.
2: They don't ever release lines for like more than one or two days out for a reason. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I agree entirely. Uh, college basketball, yeah, I would put the right focus, you, you can make some money because Vegas – I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen at this point. It, it's yeah. a total coin flip.
3: They're minus 20 and a half right now.
2: Right, that's live that's, betting. Wait till halftime.
3: Wait and
1: then right. bet the second half. So or you yeah, can I bet was it now. Just, I like that line right now. They're up by nine. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pull away. Go ahead, put a I just wanted Randy. to bet
0: the Villanova UCLA game for my bet your nuts, and I couldn't get a clear definition on the line, so well, I shied to wait for a minute, But I like I Nova in that game. So
1: next week, next week I we're gonna two. be on. Uh, we're gonna have. Ut versus Villanova pending on Saturday,
3: so we 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 do a whole breakdown on that. I will be. I can. I can definitely jump on. I will be in Hilton Head next week. Oh, that's weird. You're not gonna. You're traveling again. Hey, just a, got money. Just playing just a little use, golf next week. Use <laughs> oh, the mute button um, this time. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> All right, guys. No.
2: Single parent this weekend, I get
0: it. Little little different energy to this with four of us and me eating chips and drinking Pepsi. So, I mean, I like it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hope Doritos is paying us for that sponsorship you just showed up.
2: Oh, wow. Wayne's Pepsi. Wayne's World. Total Wayne's World move.
0: I was hungry. It was fun. It was a great night. For Raj meta. Anybody got final words? What
2: am I doing? Final words. Raj, final words. Uh, two things. Just stoked that uh, college basketball is here. And, again, don't get the SEC playing Alabama, playing some chump team the second to last week of the year. They do it every year. Get over yourself, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that's all I got. Brandon Jane.
3: Um digging the new format. Uh, thank you guys for kinda inviting me into your you know three R situation here. It's fun. We had you're a good lucky, show man. last week. I know, I know. Yes, Very lucky.
0: You're, blessed. you're lucky, man. Yeah,
3: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah. But you know, I got I got two smart people, a questionnaire, and you know, I bring the stupidity to it, so it all works out. They said it, we're we're well rounded. I
0: think that's the reason you got the spot.
3: Yeah, that's what happens. Um, but, no, it's, it's been fun. Uh And, yeah, Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. All
0: right, my last word is going to be uh, a simple one. Josh Hoppel is a football coach. He dressed 68 scholarship players and beat a top 25 team uh, Kentucky. Uh, I don't know if the SEC will catch up with Josh Hobble and what he does. And I don't want to hear about the defense played 99 snaps. Oh, you're criticizing the offense for scoring. That's how you win the football game. And if Jalen Hyatt just doesn't run out of bounds, we've scored three times in less than a minute in the first quarter. The most impressive thing, though, was with 16 seconds, he got his football team into field position, in field goal position,
2: Without using
0: time out. Yeah, all he needs to do, you're right, is we'll see how the football players get to Knoxville. Is he going to be a recruiter? Are we going to be a junior college school? Are we going to be a portal school? I really think that we may be a portal school. We seem to finish second on everybody. They go to their first choice, they're unhappy, and then ends up at Tennessee. But if you give that guy a full roster, and I don't think he's – I'm not here to say he's going to win a national championship in the next five years, but I know with 68 kids, 68 scholarship players, he's competitive with teams with 85. So something about that guy and Tim Banks, the defensive coordinator they hired from Penn state, give him credit too. Horrible call fourth and 24, horrible call to rush three, but the next fourth down in fourth and 10, he lit Kentucky up. So I wore it tonight. I'm very proud for the first time in a long time to be going to Knoxville this weekend to play number one. And do I think we win? No. Do I think we get embarrassed? No. So Josh Hopple, you're my man now. I'm all in.
2: Future is bright. Robbie Davis.
1: Um, well, one, uh, text me this weekend. Uh, you can park at my place. Um, cool. So my last words are not sports related as probably you guys could guess. Um, I have two family members uh, that uh, have COVID right now and I just got my third shot today. Um, It's important. Please keep keep keeping safe for everybody and um, do your part and just it's a simple shot, and it's effective. There's no side effects. There's science. Don't do your own research. Read research that doctors have done. Amen. Um, and uh, please just keep we're – we're, we're almost through it, and we're getting to the end, but keep doing what we can, and uh, keep doing your part. Stay vigilant.
0: Stay vigilant.
1: I got my Spider-Man Band-Aid, and and, and I promise you, it did not hurt. I have no side effects. I'm not losing my mind. Well, that's up to debate. Let me tell you what you
0: don't do either. Yeah, that
3: happened pre-COVID shots, for
0: sure. (laughs) I had a briefcase in my car that had uh, all my personal documents that I was going to a doctor's appointment. And someone broke into my car and took it. I think they were looking for drugs, nothing in there. I lost my COVID card, and they will not replace them. So, luckily, I have a picture.
2: Take a
1: picture of it, yeah. You got scan that in and keep it. I keep, I keep a photocopy in yeah. my wallet.
0: Yeah. Well, I, that's what got, got me into games. I'm in the middle of it, but so far, it's worked. But I've got to get um, my third. So, so, take a picture uh, of your card. They will it, not if, replace it.
1: So, I've gotten and just quick pub, PSA, I got my shots just some of these drive through things. If you do I think I can't speak for Walgreens, if you get it CVS, they will run you and they have a printout and they'll keep all your records so you have them. So if you can make it a it's all free, so uh, just go do it. Uh, but you can't get a printout of your health
3: records at those pharmacies. Yeah. I just I keep a picture on my phone and then I yeah. keep the actual card in my safe at the house. So, yeah. so
0: like I said, it was so a brand has the
3: safest house
0: yeah it was a personal briefcase it's a small,
3: small safe <laughs>
0: i also lost my birth certificate my daughter's birth certificate every important document that i've had i've been able to get them all replaced i have yeah. a copy of my COVID card but it has my thumb in the middle of it so far it's worked but i'm about to go try to get my boosters they, they
1: have to at least when we got i got our shots we had to
3: fill them out and do like our address and our date of birth and kind of stuff like that it's it's in the computer Yes. Yeah. You go back to the same place. They'll find. They've got it, it. I went to the Hamilton
0: County Health Department. And they're not being very healthy. All right, guys. <laughs> Wednesday night next week. Are we going to stay on Wednesday night right now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wednesday Love night, Wednesday for, night. For, for a little while. We're going to be here. The midweek recap. Reckless
3: um, speculation. Yeah. What are you talking about? What's oh, in I'm, that Pepsi?
0: I was going to the reckless speculation. I mean it's the midweek. You gotta mute us. Reckless speculation or speculation. Your midweek recap with Randall, with Rod, with Robbie, and with Brenda Jane. Good night. Be safe. Get a shot. Let's go, boys.